Welcome to the Land Cave, where we're living as nerds. I'm Patrick, joined by Owen as usual. Hello! Yeah, you guys miss Owen's dance during the uh, the opening of that. Always got the dance going on during that. It's uh, it's because our opening music is just the best music ever. That's what I think. You'll just, you'll just have to do a picture in picture sometime. Yeah, I think I may have to, I may have to do that and record it without just, you just, knowing. Just I'm have just, just have you. just have like my overlay just kind of sliding onto like the, <laughs> the screen. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm going to do it one week. I'm not going to tell you. And it's just going to pass in there. It's going to be awesome. Um, yeah, so uh, this past week in gaming, uh, a decent amount of news, by the way. And yeah. you actually got to got to play some some games, so that's good. Yeah. Um, I was on a cruise for a little bit, so I didn't get to, didn't get to play as much. Would but, you yeah. say that you were out of this world? Uh, basically. Because when I got back, I was playing Outer Worlds. And, <laughs> man... Um, it took me a bit. It took me a bit to like to get into it. Um, I will say that I feel like some of the pacing is a little slower. Uh, it's forcing and forcing into certain situations have been forcing me into combat where I was like, ah, I was trying to evade that. But um, you know, that's just my playstyle. What I was trying to do with the character, I was trying to talk my, you know, basically all dialogue heavy, trying to persuade people stuff, leadership. Um, I really like the, I like the humor though. Um, some of it's pretty subtle. Some of it's not quite as subtle. So I'm enjoying. Are it. you still on the first planet? I am. I am. Okay. Yeah. So I'll let you know if you want your playstyle to to be talking your way out of it. Mm -hmm. As you go on, mm -hmm. it, there will be more opportunities to do so. This starter planet really is just kind of a mix of everything. There is some stuff okay. that you can talk your way out of, and then there's obviously like some forced combat and stuff. So I'll let you know. Don't be too discouraged. It's just, it's trying to give you like a round like. It's trying to give you a feel for the whole game all in sure. one planet. Sure. And yeah, that's kind of what I thought was going on because um, it seemed like an extended tutorial where it mm. kept kept so oh hey you can do this you can do that so um, yeah that that's my intended game style will be to try to talk my way out of everything I don't expect it to be Fallout New Vegas levels of you can you don't have to even fight in that game if you you know you could actually run out of every combat situation uh, and still beat the game I don't expect that with this but I'm liking it. You can do it with most everything mm -hmm. there without there's no spoilers in this, but there is like there's like little, you know, like those little like, band, you know, think of it like a bandit thing, a bandit sure. camp since I'm playing Horizon. I'll talk about yeah. that in a second. But like just like little robots and stuff and mm -hmm. little animals like you kind of can't not, like you can run away from them. But okay. there there isn't. But in terms of like a lot of the characters that you're going to run into, there's a lot yeah. of opportunity to talk your way out of it. Um, that's one of the things that I loved about the game is I literally talked my way out of the end of the game, which actually uh, <laughs> made it interesting, yeah. uh, to say the least. The last conversation that I had was pretty good. That's cool. Yes. Yeah. That's what I'm that's what I'm hoping for. I will say that, uh, again, no spoilers, but, you know, within the first planet, you make a decision, a, a, a or B, yeah. something's going to happen. And I'm like, I'm going to make the decision that I want to make, which even even as your uh, I can't remember her, her name. Uh, I will keep wanting to say Pavarotti. Uh, Pavarotti. Uh, Pavarotti, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Ashley Birch, we'll just say Ashley. But like, so she even one of the best stops side you. Characters. Oh, yeah. She stops you. And like, I really liked that they did that where she's like. And I kept talking to her. I'm kind of talking her up because she's, you know, she's up down on herself. So I'm, yeah. I'm like supportive because that's just me. Um, and she actually talks through like the two scenarios and she's, and I can tell they wrote it to illustrate there isn't like a wrong choice. 
it's you know it's it's an a or b and there's upsides to both the whole um, game is gray area so yeah yeah which I, I i appreciated so and then when i made a choice then i found that i could actually the the downsides of the choice i made were negated by other things i did so i liked that it was cool yeah um i'm glad that you're that you're digging it um yeah. and i think that you're also gonna like the fact that unlike like certain i don't know how long all the fallout games mm -hmm. are and stuff but i think you're gonna also appreciate like the length is yeah. not i beat it in, i i took my time and i still beat it in like 35 hours yeah so that's not bad see i i was worried i got a little um determined to like talk to, to not talk to everybody but like every time i had a quest or of an area i was like hmm, i'm gonna go talk to these people and i figured i'd spend a lot of time doing that if i if i uh, got carried away but how's uh, horizon by the way so speaking of wanting to talk to everybody and getting carried uh -huh. away um uh -huh. so i am on a mission right now to go through my backlog of games before final fantasy 7 comes out um this was a glaring hole in my backlog and the fact that i dropped this game so hard when breath of the wild came out i put i remember specifically i put uh 30 hours into the game in the four days that it was out and then breath of the wild came out and i never touched it again yeah um so i had to start over from the beginning because i don't remember anything sure um the map is huge mm -hmm. and this is where i get a little overwhelmed with open world games because i have this i'm not very ocd but i have this thing about like if there's a quest that i can <laughs> see on the map like if you visibly put like hey this is a quest you should go talk to this guy like i'm gonna go talk to mm -hmm. them i may not complete every single quest but i will go out of my way to at least see if i want to do it um and that makes it a little slow but i am having fun with this methodical way i've started to do things uh with open world games since since having my son where because i only get like an hour to play um at a time generally so i have a thing about how i look at the map and i see what kind of quests that i can group together and i get pretty much as much as i can done in that hour it's probably going to take me a while to beat this game i'll probably be playing it for the next couple of weeks but um the combat is super tight with the robots it's not so tight with the with the npc uh with the uh uh humans humanoids yeah yeah i i noticed that and i think i think i told you about this one i yeah. started playing this with whitney and then she was like this looks fun give me the controller uh and then she she took over and <laughs> yeah it happens but i think that the main focus of the game was you know was obviously the uh the robots and the robot dinosaurs how cool yeah. robot dinosaurs such a cool idea anyways um and then i remember this is a very small thing because i'm not the biggest person on graphics but when i first got the game mm -hmm. uh i had a 1080p tv and now i have a 4k tv mm -hmm. and dang that game is pretty that yes. game came out yeah. in 2017 and looks good like yeah. we were bragging uh about uh hellblade 2 and some of the facial animation now the facial animation itself like the moving of the mouth and everything is definitely better in that hellblade 2 trilogy if that or not trilogy uh trailer mm -hmm. if if that game is or if that trailer is indicative of gameplay but the actual faces the teeth the the smiles and stuff in yeah. 4k looks great it does look a little awkward sometimes when they when they talk or move around it has the same style in outer worlds mm -hmm. which i don't know if you like that conversational style where it kind of like blurs the background and it's just kind of it, it looks like me and you's camera right now where yeah. it's kind of just like this side shot i don't know if you like that um I'm not the biggest fan, but in terms of like how it gives you the opportunity to see how good the character models look, I am appreciating it. Yeah, um, yeah. 
I'll probably be talking about it a lot more, so I don't want to overkill it. But uh, I'm probably, I don't know, five hours in. I've got yeah. out of the, I got out of like the tutorial area, and now I'm starting. The world just opened up, and I got to my first long neck and opened mm -hmm. up some of the map. So um, I remember somebody on the on the Facebook page, which you can always join us at if you listen at Facebook.com/slashlandcave, said that I should play some more of uh, older games, and so that's what I'm doing with this this backlog playthrough. So I'm yeah. right. I'm gonna make sure I'm writing reviews and stuff for that. If you guys haven't uh, uh, haven't gotten to those games yet, yeah, these are about to be last gen uh, games. Um, it's it's weird, uh, but at the same time, you can pick up a lot of these for for a decent price, which is which is cool. Um, it's on sale I, all the time for nine ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, and totally worth that. Also, Ashley Birch on that one again. So, yeah, yeah, it's good. Ashley stuff. Birch is killing it. Yep. Yep, I'm glad. As much as I miss, I miss uh, the hey Ash, what you playing? Uh, I'm glad she's just excelling at this. So it's funny. My wife uh, loved those videos and yeah. showed me those videos, and then um, she told me who she was. And then Life is Strange came out, huh. and I was like, "This is that person that you like." And then now uh, <laughs> Ashley Birch is and everything. Yeah, yeah. Mine. I was saying mine was a little bit before that. Um, where I started watching them. I think they'd been out, been putting out videos for like a year or so. Yeah. And, uh, and then what life is strange, tiny Tina and a few other things just took off, which I thought was really cool because, um, obviously her and her brother have different talents, but it was really cool seeing those, ta like her talents actually getting, you know, getting utilized. Cause she's a good actress. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say it's her brother that she did the videos with before. Right? Yes. Yeah. 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 It's good stuff. Um, Going on to some news, as I mean, we could talk about video games and Picard. By the way, I'm going to watch Picard. Whitney has asked, okay, Whitney has asked for me to wait until they're all done, uh, and and then binge through them. Uh, she, I know, I know, I, you can see, <laughs> yeah. So it's, about it. I'm waiting, I'm waiting to watch. Um, so she has asked that when we watch a, a series that we finish it and that we don't watch episode by episode. So she's just all into binging. Uh, it's not that she'll sit and watch like eight episodes at a time, but it's like, okay, we're watching TV. We're going to continue the Witcher, which is what we're watching right now. And then we're going to go on to either you or Sabrina. So good stuff. I actually have to appreciate mm -hmm. um, what, some series have been doing with the episodic release to mm -hmm. me as uh, with the with the time that we have with the with my son where he's you know he's seven or uh, almost eight months old mm -hmm. now and so when mandalorian was out uh early last or late last year it was so nice like just knowing that we get that that one hour episode so basically we would look forward to like him going to bed for the night yeah and like hey we're gonna watch our episode of mandalorian yeah um i've been really liking that uh there's still plenty like i still binge all the shows that we always binge sure um but i'm kind of liking the the weekly release same thing mm -hmm. i haven't watched today's episode of picard but i am gonna watch it tonight yeah uh, and it's gonna be the same thing he's gonna go to bed i'm gonna you know pour myself a glass and you know watch some picard so i I respect the waiting, but at the same time, with the amount of, that I'm online looking for news and everything, it would get spoiled for me too easily. So sure. I can't wait. I can't wait on a show like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I haven't had anything spoiled spoiled for me. There were some things where people were like, "Hey, this matters," this yeah. and uh, and that, but it wasn't strip spoiled. Uh, I'm gonna try to stay away from spoilers on it. Um, but she has agreed, which I mean, I was gonna watch them anyways, but uh, she's gonna watch the Star Trek movies with me. So no, we're gonna I watch those. And, I, yeah. I haven't actually asked her yet if she wants to, but I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna put a 
thing out there that the answer is probably no but she, she do, she'll do the thing that she do does with most movies that where mm. it's like i start the movie she walks in the room it's like hey what you watching and sits down sure and that that's how we uh, that's how she watches a lot of the movie because she just doesn't like action movies that much yeah uh, and as much as she likes star wars because of that aspect mm -hmm. um there's just not whenever it's an action -y movie like it's not star trek is all action there's you know politics and stuff in there yeah. too but the movies yeah i would say the movies don't have as much of that nuance because you have to tell the story in a you know within that time and the arc of like deep space nine just blows all that out of the water yeah, it's somebody in the chat agreeing, uh, David agreeing that the, the the episode links of Mandalorian were also perfect. I thought it was also interesting about him you know, going back to Mandalorian for just a second, but like the fact that that he wasn't beholden to I'm going to make this episode 42 minutes long, or I'm going to make this episode 56 minutes long. There was one episode I think that was 27 minutes. Yeah, um, it was just like I want to tell this p amount of story in an episode, and that's what the episode's going to be. Um, yeah. I also really like that aspect of. Uh, the freedom that that doing an online show like and i say online but it's a, it's a streaming service show yeah. yeah and i will say witcher has been like that while they've been close like around an hour you'll see that you know you'll see it you know above and under or you know variance which i like i like that freedom because you don't have to worry about commercials you don't have to worry about the airtime of the next show it doesn't matter so i like it yeah. i like that anyways on to actual gaming news uh we actually got a court ruling uh which I didn't even realize that this was going on, but court ruling about muting in gaming, uh, which uh, basically saying if you mute, uh, people were saying if I'm if you're being muted, uh, that it would violate your First Amendment rights, which that's that's just dumb. Yeah. Come on. Uh, so I actually the reason why I put this article in here is because I actually I actually think it sets precedent for a lot of uh -huh. online services in general. Like for mm -hmm. example, uh, the 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 service that we're streaming through right now, which is mm -hmm. Facebook. Uh, among other things, you see a lot of times where people say that they you know by trying to censor me on Facebook or trying to censor me on Twitter or something is a violation of my First Amendment rights. And what was actually ruled here on this video game, at least, was that this person was being, like, server muted, apparently, I think, on... Um, I forget which game it was. It's an older game. Uh, yeah. Old MMO. Old MMO. I don't know why you're playing Dota. Uh, I'm looking at it cause, because people trash talk on Dota. I'm looking for the, the game. Uh, it's an old MMORPG. It's not EverQuest. It's very famous. People still play it to this day. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm trying to I'm trying to find it too. Brain fart. Anyway, so the reason this guy I think he was getting like server muted some RuneScape. There it is. Uh, Good. Wow. Um old classic right yeah uh, so runescape so he was being muted somehow and it might be on like a server or something and so he was trying to fight that he that it was violating his first amendment and it went through supreme uh it went through uh court of appeals mm -hmm. um federal courts uh and he lost and i'm actually okay with him losing and i'm okay with him losing because the precedent it sets elsewhere because i'm a very big person of like a lot of politicians and stuff which we don't go too much into the show but like the, they have a problem with how internet companies treat um their ability to speak and i think that that's interfering with private business you're mm -hmm. you're allowed to say whatever you want but that doesn't mean that a, a game company or a social media company or whoever can't say no yeah and 
not give you the that their platform you can still find another platform mm -hmm. somewhere else and so that's the only reason i included this because i think that this is a big deal that a video game situation potentially sets precedent for a lot of uh other online entities to say we're not violating it it's our it's our product we will do what we want with it thank yeah. you which, which, like you said, it does set a precedent. And to, to uh, David was kind of asking for clarification, saying you can't mute other players. No, it's basically saying that you muting someone or the server muting you is not a violation of your of your rights. Um, I'm curious, just because that's me, but and I've played a lot of MMOs. But what was he doing that got him muted? Because I can't tell you how many people will spam. Even if it's not like derogatory, but they'll just completely spam trade chat or whatever uh, over and over and over again and it interferes with everybody's game. So I want to know what he was doing in RuneScape that warranted that. That's what I'm curious about. Not not that it 100% matters, yeah. but I'm really curious about the context of this. But you're right. It does set a precedent uh, uh, where – and you are agreeing to their their rules when you join. So I'm sure that some of that had to do with the user agreement. Yeah. That's my opinion on that. I didn't look extremely deep into it. I was just more paying attention to the the court ruling. Oh, sure. Um, because I, it's RuneScape. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> like, again, yeah. again. I know it's a super famous MMO, and that's why it was bothering me that I couldn't think of it. But it, it's it's RuneScape. It's no, old. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I agree. But I will say that speaking of user agreements, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit because yeah. Blizzard rolled out a new ex uh, user agreement uh, for their end users on Warcraft that tied in with their release of Warcraft Three. Which, by the way. Uh, was a sorry excuse for a, uh, a remaster. Um, uh, I've watched videos of it, and I'm okay. I am completely underwhelmed. But the the crazy part of uh, the user agreement basically is that in agreeing to the user agreement, which no one reads, nope. is that any custom game that you make, any custom mod, anything that you do, is owned by Blizzard. So if you create a custom mod, that uh, is owned by Blizzard. If you create a custom map, map uh, Blizzard can say, I like that, I'm now going to publish it. And now I own that. Uh, also, if they ask you to send them assets of something that you did on a mod, you have to reply, you have to give it to them. And that sets some crazy, some crazy, I mean, I don't know, precedent, but that's a pretty crazy um, uh, agreement. And the other part, which I guess I completely forgot about, was... Um, I had I had Dota queued up for that because Dota was a Warcraft mod. And yeah, I was gonna say you know why they did that. Yeah, yeah, because they lost money, a lot of money. They yeah. and and they actually, I mean, they got some of it back when they settled with Dota. But mm -hmm. I honestly, I don't have a problem with this uh, <laughs> because you're making it inside of their engine. You're making yeah. it inside of their game because of like it's it does it's obviously not going to happen very often. Dota is a is that chance right yeah. dota's that that opportunity that hey somebody might strike gold mm -hmm. using uh our map creator and and we want a piece of that when it happens i don't think it's that crazy <laughs> yeah what was the um because it's only two that i can think of that had that it was um uh dota and the arma 2 one that i'm now for daisy daisy was an arma 2 mod so it doesn't happen very often uh, but it can happen. And yes, David, zero royalties. According to their user agreement you, that you agree to when you click through, you're, you're giving up any rights of that. Yeah. No, honestly, this makes complete sense to me because they're giving you 
a free engine to create stuff and that's cool nobody ever expected like dota to become a thing and then dota 2 was the response was okay we're not going to use your stuff anymore we're going to do our own thing and that's why they did have to settle um with activision blizzard later uh on it so to me this makes perfect sense um i know it's a crappy thing to hear because you you want to everybody wants to be mad at blizzard these days anyway mm -hmm. unless the diablo 4 trailer is dropping <laughs> uh, then we all forget yes they do um their stock has since rebounded since mm -hmm. october last year yeah uh but that's that's commentary from me for another day uh i think it's fine um i get why they did it it's nobody's gonna make a thing like there's way too many other engines that are probably readily available like look at dreams coming out and i wonder what dreams user agreement is on uh and that's uh trying to think of the is that an april hmm. trying to think of the publisher or not the, the publisher is sony the developer is the people who made a uh, little big planet uh but media molecule media molecule thank you yeah. uh for those who don't know dreams is uh, essentially a game making engine you can go in there and make whatever you want i'm wondering if sony's gonna use that at all to open that up for potential game makers and be like hey you made something cool are they gonna just take it from you or are they gonna say hey you want some money um i'm really curious because i imagine that somebody is going to make at least one super awesome thing mm -hmm. in dreams where it becomes worth sony's time to either yoink it or you know or be the be a good person and pay for it uh, yeah. and that's probably where blizzard you could probably give them some stuff because if they're putting in a thing about zero royalties and stuff that means they can just yoink it from you which yeah. that's i get why that stinks well, yeah they said they mean basically not only they can yoink it but then they can order you to give up what you have created on the side um, arguing that since you are adding to their game, uh, you're not creating anything of unique uh, intellectual property. You're adding to their intellectual property. Um, that's what's, Word of the day, yoink. Yeah, yeah yoink. Yeah, so that's that kind of sucks in my opinion. Um, and it, it, I have seen other companies with similar uh, user agreements. And you bring up a good thing with Dreams because Little Big Planet had some amazing stuff that that was in it. I made some mediocre things that. I made some interesting, uh, not scenarios, but I would create some interesting machines. Nothing like calculators or anything, but yeah. um, Dreams is Dreams is so much more open. I don't know if anyone's going to make. Uh, I'm sure someone's going to make some robust game out of it, but I don't know if you'll be able to export it out of Dreams and be able to play it on its own. Um, so no, I think you have to play it within the Dreams engine. Yeah, and if you're playing, as far as yeah. I understand it right now. Yeah, if you're playing within the Dreams engine, that means you can't export it, as opposed to what what people did with Dota and Arma um, to create their own games. Uh, so there's some restraint on there, but that doesn't mean that uh, there may be something giant that uh, that someone works on that's amazing that Sony, you know, uh, I don't know if they're gonna steal, but that's yeah. what I said. It would be interesting uh, to see what happens there and I'll, I'll put it out if you if you're a creative type dreams is a dope engine mm -hmm. from everything that i've read and heard uh around the industry like i'm pretty sure it's gonna bomb in terms of the the developer sure. and stuff but like what people have been able to do inside that engine uh is really impressive so if you're any type of of creator that comes out um uh, it got it went gold so i know it comes out soon yeah i'm i'm excited about it um speaking of companies that just irritate everybody sure <laughs> Let's talk about Konami. Woo! <laughs> up, up, down, down. 
Yeah, yeah. So um, Konami has addressed the the rumors and stirring and tweets of a Silent Hill uh, new game, and they've basically they've just basically, they've just said we're listening, we're listening, which mm-hmm. is good. Um, the Silent Hill fan base is smaller than, and I'm playing. By the way, I'm playing the Silent Hills uh, trailer here. Okay. Um, the uh, fan base for Silent Hill has always been smaller than Resident Evil, but it's a rabid fan base. They're very passionate. Very. It's and it's a great fan, just a fantastic series. And this game would have been so great. Canceled. It was going to have Guillermo del Toro and Hideo Kojima working together with Norman Reedus, and it was going to be amazing. And then they canceled. And it. then they were going to call it Death Stranding. <laughs> no, they were calling Silent Hills, and then Norman Reedus was like, "I love you, Kojima. I love you so much. I will go work with you." And and even Guillermo showed up. But I think it would have been great. And the fact that they're listening is good. Um, I don't know if they're going to listen that intently because Konami's making so much money off of their uh, what are they called? Machines. Pachinko machines. Yeah, I want to say Kalinko. I'm like, no, it's Pachinko. Uh, they're making so much money off of that and other. Um, games uh, that I don't know if they're going to cater to this. This isn't going to make them the money that it's going to make uh, out of some other other tactics, but I I'm think glad. I think it's good. Uh they released they released a, re- a bad contra game uh recently. It's not good at all, so you don't yeah. have to worry about it. But I think with them ma- mentioning Silent Hill, I think that's a good thing uh cuz the other there's another very big franchise that definitely needs on a new game and that's castlevania like konami's sitting on some sweet ips i mean they have metal gear too who knows what's gonna happen with that but like hopefully maybe they allow somebody to use it i don't know if they do that where they own it you know but then somebody else develops it or something like that maybe they publish it like you're absolutely right that's the reason why they said that they were curbing it after kojima left is because that dude burned through money like that like kojima just takes a lighter to money and just yep. uh you know get somebody maybe you can't make something as artsy as metal gear but you could get us another good castlevania game um i i would argue as a metal gear fan i would argue that you could get something as good as and maybe more coherent than metal gear out of somebody else and I would not, uh, I would not be opposed to seeing that uh, vision being taken over by somebody else. Ko- uh, Kojima, I feel like Kojima maybe looked back by some people like George Lucas, where it's like, hey, these movies are great, but there's problems, and the person who's in charge was causing a lot of problems because um, the storyline is really convoluted. Not a knock on Kojima, by the way. The fact that he was able to put out Death Stranding in the amount of time oh, yeah. that he was, was actually super. I, I. I said many times on this very show that I did not expect that game to come out last year, and I was very wrong. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, good for him. That was me not knocking Kojima at all. It's just I know that that was one of the big tensions with him and Konami is that his projects would just take so long, and they were so uh, vision-filled, and, and you know, he he's he's an artist. He's, a, you know, the, yeah. one of the truest sense of the word. So he wanted things to be in his vision, and I know that that was a... A source of problem and maybe that's why konami took a break and hopefully we keep talking about things like silent hill and in castlevania maybe we'll get some of those ips to return. i hope so i mean i know silent hill's not up your alley but castlevania sure is heck yeah 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 which we've already seen with bloodstained and other games like the, the need is out there similar to, to mega man like I people really want to see it go on sale 
Yeah, yeah. Me too. Have you played Bloodstain? I haven't. I've, I've heard played, it's great. Yeah, I've I've seen some playthroughs or like some clips and stuff, and heard some people talk about it, and it looked it looked great, but I couldn't partially for like sales. Forty bucks on it. Yeah, forty bucks and a game that I'm not going to be able to play right now. Um, yeah. No, I got I got to limit my time. Uh, another game I'm not going to play is that Dying Light: Bad Blood, but no, you get it. You can get it for free. Yeah, I just threw this in there because we talked about Dying Light 2 getting delayed yeah. last week. Uh, so what uh, Techland is doing, the developer of Dying Light, is if you own a copy of Dying Light anywhere, um, uh, Sony, Xbox, I think it's on, uh, PC, if you own a copy of that, they will give you their BR, which I don't know how much it cost before, uh, but they are giving it away for free. That's um, true. Just kind of a... Hey, thanks for understanding that our other game is going to take a while. Here's here's this. Um, I thought I just thought that was a good gesture. Yeah, no, it's it's a great gesture. Like you said, with everything that's going on. Uh, by the way, ninety four percent people liked on Google. I'm just looking for like the price, and it just popped up. I'm like that's pretty darn good. Really, ninety four percent. Uh, that wow. can't be like nah. Then here, go go to Steam and Steam's sure. got it three stars. So Steam, which is probably the cheapest place to get it, and it is early access. What? It's not. It's not on PC. Yeah. Anyways, but, but, I mean, early access means it's out. It just. Yeah. Well, I don't count it. Oh, okay. I mean, there's a lot of. Oh. <laughs> Half the half the games that people are playing are like Escape yeah. on Tarkov, which is the I biggest know. Twitch game right now. Is early access. Yeah, I know, and I don't I don't like it. To me, I'm like it's it's not done. You're just getting people to pay for it or beta test your game, yeah. uh, and then and they're going to charge you. So, uh, looks like yeah, Steam early access twenty bucks. I mean, it's not bad. Right. Uh, it's not bad, but you can get it for free if you have Dying Light. So snag it while you can. Similar to PlayStation and, and Xbox, we talk about the games with gold and PlayStation Plus stuff. Grab it, like. You're already paying for the membership. Put a little calendar reminder on your phone. I know that's nerdy, but come on, we, we're gamers. Put a calendar reminder on your phone and go grab the games. Yeah, and especially just if you didn't happen to see, uh, February's Games Plus on is our bangers. Yeah. You get the you get the entire Bioshock collection mm -hmm. for free by you know book book brain codes, sure. and then uh, uh, there's a PlayStation VR title if you happen to have PlayStation VR. Uh, and then what was the third one? It was also something good. Oh, Sims 4. Sims 4. Uh, yeah. Great. Like, that. that's what I'm talking about. Give us some PSVR in there. I'm going to start adding those for if hopefully get uh, whatever PSVR they come out with with the PS5 so I can get yeah. a little library going. Maybe they'll put AstroBot on there at some point, please. Man, one, one way or another, just put that stuff in your cart and or sorry, yeah. in your account, and then when we retire, you can play VR games. <laughs> Yeah, why not? I mean, why not? We'll be playing retro games that were the games that we played when we were when we were adults and working. That's what yeah. I plan on doing at least. Um, we got some good news, uh, not video game related, but Obi Wan yeah. related. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I 100% believe Ewan McGregor here, but he did uh, come out and say, "Hey, we just pushed filming to early 2020. The scripts look great. There's no." And he said there was all this BS uh, about creative differences. Uh, none of that's true. They pushed the dates. They just pushed dates. I don't know if that's true, uh, but at the same time, I appreciate that he was trying to trying to quell any problems that were happening. I don't, I don't know what's happening behind the scenes, but this is what I love about Ewan McGregor is like, he is a passionate, he's just passionate about this and he's genuinely excited to be Obi-Wan again. 
you can tell that he's also used to Star Wars fans. Mm -hmm. So it's like, hey guys, <laughs> just gonna, just, just Ian McGregor here, just gonna say it's all good. I'm still in, and that's yeah. that's what we want to know. Is, is as long as Ewan's in, we're in. So yeah, of course, of course, that's the best part of the the prequels, hands down. Uh, he's the best part, and I will say that um, while his hair becomes, you know, uh, hit or miss in certain parts or certain. Uh, I wouldn't say scenes just hey man business in the front party in the back dude. yeah yeah a little bit a little bit i mean but at the same time he he gives it his all he's great as the character he does what he can with the um uh with the dialogue hayden christian hello there yeah <laughs> i love the memes absolutely love the memes but yeah i'm i'm just i'm glad it's you know he's coming back uh he's not uh he's not out he's making making sure everyone's happy about it and i'm i'm happy about that yeah. I will say the voice actor for her, for uh, for Obi Wan and Clone Wars also solid. He yeah. he does a really good job of trying to sound like Ewan McGregor, trying to yeah. sound like Obi Wan. Um, cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm I just finished season three, so I'm about halfway through. Man, getting, I can't getting imagine getting ready for that February release. Yeah, I can't imagine because yeah, like you said, because because Ewan McGregor is trying to sound like a younger Alec Guinness. Yeah. So that guy's trying to sell like you and McGregor doing an impression yeah. of Alec Guinness, man. And he does a he does a pretty decent job. I'm, I, I've actually I've been very impressed um, with uh, the his voice actor, and then the voice actor for Padme does a pretty good Natalie Portman also. Nice, nice. Yeah, I'd, I'd heard she was good. I've heard that um, that like all pretty much all the cast for Clone Wars is great. So. Ahsoka's yeah. awesome. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I can't wait for more Ahsoka in this next season. That's what I'm trying to gear up for. Three yeah. seasons left to go. Yep. I think that, uh, and of course, you know, rumors that I'm not going to, I'm not even going to put any, uh, anything with this, but everyone's been talking about, you know, who's going to play her live action. They haven't even talked about her being in a live action. Oh, uh, she was in Mandalorian though, man. Yeah. That's the rumor. Uh, that's, that's the rumor is that uh, it's, I'd be so it's, happy. And the rumor was like Rosario Dawson. She'd be, uh, she'd be a decent casting. She would, she'd be a decent casting, but to me, it's like, okay, we can just fan service this. And cause I, the one thing that I hate even more than fan fan rumors of like, oh, this would be so like, or this person uh, should play it. The thing I hate even more than that is when I see an actor or actress express interest, because to me, that's almost like it's not quite begging for a job, but I'm like, you wouldn't put this out in the open if you had a legitimate in uh, to work mm. on it. When, um, uh, who was it? Brie Larson was like, I want to play Samus. Like, that's not even a project. Like, what are you talking about? I don't have a problem with it. I mean, it's a thing where it expresses that interest. I'll say there was um, the guy who wrote Rogue One. I brought him up, I think, last week or something. He yeah. was doing just a random AMA because he was bored on Twitter. And they were like, what video game would you want to make? And uh, would you write for a movie right now? And he said, Control. And I would write it now. And the uh, one of the directors of uh, Control Studio yeah. uh, said, let me DM you. Oh, see, that's cool. See, that's different yeah. because he was prompted. It's like, what, what do you want to do? As opposed to like e-bagging on oh, Twitter. Yeah. Well, like, it, I'm it, talking unprompted, like, here's a picture of me dressed up as this character. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Well, in about. this case, I don't think that she was unprompted, though. I think it was all, I think it was fans, fan servicing her in there. And then she was like, yeah, I would do it. Oh, Brie Larson? No, no. no she, uh, she, uh, Rosario Dawson. No, Rosario Dawson. Yeah, that's that, that, talking about. that was her. No, I was talking about the Brie Larson thing. I'm, I, oh. you know, Rosario Dawson, I ain't got a problem with. But no, Brie Larson, like, like, was basically taking pictures of herself in the Samus suit and, like, posting that all over the place. And it's like, you're, you're vying for a job that might not even be there. And 
like it, it just seemed like random I don't know, random thoughts that just got sent out. Like uh, random stuff that I say about creating a, a tribute band. Whitney hears me talking about creating a like a Tom Petty tribute band or other different ones. It's like, it's probably not going to happen. Yeah, I don't know. I, I can't get mad at it. It's like, what do I care? <laughs> like, as long as it's well-written, they didn't write a good Captain Marvel for her, and I don't no, think it was they her idea to be a Captain Marvel. So if, she, if there's actually something where she's like, I want to do it, I know that she can act. So. I know she can too. No, and I, I, give, I give her the same... Um, which I have a lot more uh, respect for Robert Pattinson now than I ever have. Uh, and I'm actually excited about it. They're starting to record, uh, to start record, to film uh, the Batman. And I've got a lot of respect for him. He was given a really bad role. Brie Larson can act, but Captain Marvel was not, not a, not a good fit for her. But David said he's met the Obi-Wan voice actor. That's awesome. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. David goes to cons. So yeah, that make, that makes sense. Like, yeah, we, I don't, I see him and a few others that are at a lot, um, and I always forget her name, the one that does Ahsoka. Like, she's at, like, every convention that I go to, and I'm like, oh, I want to meet her. And then I'm like, I don't, I haven't, like, watched enough to feel like you I can have it. I can, or that no, you like, I can have a conversation. That, that, but also, like, even if there's nobody in line, because sometimes that happens, I'm like, I don't think I'm going to have a conversation with this person other than, you're cool, bye, and... I feel like I need to give them like a little bit more conversation than that. Otherwise, I'm just going to fanboy all over the place. Well, you know, whenever you go to a con, yeah. you also have to uh, sometimes stay at a hotel. This is true. And if you want to stay at a gaming hotel, mm -hmm. well, Atari has news for you. This is, I mean, I don't know about Insane you, but this is to me. <laughs> dream come true here. I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't understand out of every type of hotel... How about the how about the PlayStation Hotel? Yeah. Nintendo Hotel. Nintendo Hotel, dude. Have you seen okay. some of the stuff for for uh Nintendo for, Yeah. Yeah, wow. dude. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I'm thinking if if Nintendo wanted to get in on this, they could have a hotel and I mean I don't know if you ever had the situation, but like I stayed at a hotel when I was younger, when I was like, uh, I think it was eight, right? My parents are seven or seven, sorry. I was seven. I stayed at a hotel because our house wasn't, uh, wasn't ready yet. And we stayed at the hotel, what I thought was a long time. Apparently it was like two or three weeks living at a hotel. It was a sure. nice hotel. And at the bottom, uh, at the, uh, the ground level, of course you had the restaurant or whatever, uh, for breakfast buffets and stuff. Um, but they had a little arcade and they had a movie theater. Imagine that, but with Nintendo. So that's so what's interesting. That's what's interesting about this thing. So it's an it's called like it's going to be called an Atari hotel. Mm -hmm. uh, for right now, it says that they're I think building like eight of them uh, across the U.S. None in Texas. Um, no, wait, Austin. I take that back. Uh, but what it is is it's an esports hotel. There's going to be esports studios. There's going to be game rooms, and there's also going to be like business stuff. So they're they're making like a video game destination thing. So they, I, you know, are they putting like a big arcade in there? Are they putting like rooms where you can like have like a land party with kids? I'm just I'm trying to figure out if they're trying like what customer like what's their first customer in line? Like in this article, sure. they mentioned like having like an esports tournament there. There's no way it's going to be big enough for that. Um, esports like esports tournaments happen generally speaking they happen in front of people i guess you could do smaller mm -hmm. things but um they they happen at least in 
maybe not arenas, but like convention centers and stuff where people yeah. can like watch. Um, but they said esports there, and they said uh, like land type studios, like arcades and stuff, VR and AR experiences. So maybe like that thing that Cinemark has right now, the, the Void. Yep. Um, but they're just Atari is the name of it. So I think that there's an opportunity for them to work with people like Nintendo and, and, and so on. I, this is just really weird to me. I put it like, this is the one that my wife threw in. And she's like, you should check this out. And like, it looks cool. I would stay in one once, but at the same time, I also just got this idea of like rich snooty kids who wanted to have like a slumber party for, you know, their 10th birthday, staying at one of these hotels. Cause their parents wanted to show out like, you know, 500 or a thousand dollars for them to, to be in there overnight and i and i would get there and i'd be like huh i'm you know 32 years old and i'm here to, <laughs> i'm here to play some games kids yeah um it felt a little not creepy but just like you know am i the target audience for this you know the, the old school gamer that um wants to be in a nerdy hotel are kids the market for this like no. i'm trying i'm really trying to figure out figure yeah, it out it's it's not going to be kids after you know Look, I was as I was describing, like Nintendo getting into it, but the way the market that they're trying to get into is for for conventions, uh, it's for events to be held for either for devs or even just businesses to hold an event. Um, uh, like I've got corporate event, I do a, I have multiple events that I have through my company throughout the year, and they're always held in some uh, some hotel in their you know in their uh, ballrooms or whatever, and most of the time the room doesn't fit what it what it should in regards to the multimedia aspect which i think they will probably be able to fit in a better way because these are these are hotels that are made more for um flexibility of events but every event nowadays has uh multimedia interaction one way or another i mean i'm talking sales conferences and you've got multiple screens up you have people presenting um you could do that and section off part with where the actual players uh you know are where they're basically fed from backstage to to the stage when they play and then have the the audience being sat i could see it being done if they or if they build it right but you're right the they would have to be a very large uh, uh ballroom or whatever you want to call it to auditorium to hold these people so i don't know i don't think i don't think they're going for kids though i think they're going for people around our age or the con market man the cons make so much money for those hotels uh, in regards to not only tickets but you know people staying at hotels yeah, I guess there's something to what you say. So I'm interested to see how it develops, especially yeah. with such a failed brand. Like, and I say failed because they it's really haven't re they really haven't been relevant in 30 years. So yeah. I'd uh, say they're dead. They're not failed, but yeah, um, they they filed for bankruptcy a few years ago. So I don't yeah. I don't even know how they're doing this. Like, I guess the name maybe still has some clout. Uh, and so are they're they still, just like, they're making the Atari the Yeah, it, when's that coming out? Um, I don't know, uh, but you you make a good point. I see, I see how it could be a thing. I'm really interested to see what kind of thing it turns out being. Yeah. But when you leave your hotel, you have to go home. I do have to go home. You want to go to Pokemon Home? If you pay for this, <laughs> like you no longer have the right to complain about anything. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so I was looking at it, going, okay, well, like like just trying to figure out what what exactly are, are we doing here so pokemon home the idea being that you could you know transfer or whatever 
yeah. into the Pokemon bank. If yes. you have the basic, you're not able to uh, uh, to what is it move from Pokemon to the bank. Uh, number of Pokemon that can no, be deposited from the bank to home. Sorry, so from the bank, bank was the home. old system. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, you can, if you're free, you can have 30 Pokemon uh, deposited. If you pay either per year or per per month, then you can have up to 6,000 Pokemon. Yeah, I. So, Just play the game. The game's really good. Play the game. So yeah, so this is the upgrade from Bank, and those who don't know what we're talking about, Pokemon Bank was their their uh, solution um, back on the 3DS days, and I say the 3DS days like they're over. They're kind of over, but they're still not over somehow, um, of getting all your Pokemon from the previous generations into the bank so that you could do whatever so that you could bring them into your game so that you could breed them do you know there are people who spend hours and hours on this and now pokemon home is the next stage of that um where you can put if you pay you can get everything from the bank over to home per year home is going to cost 15.99 nintendo online costs 19.99 i don't like the pricing of this i don't think that it's right um, I think bank was a lot cheaper than this per year. I want to say it was like, I'm, I don't have it in front of me. So somebody can feel free to correct me if they know. Uh, I think it was like five bucks and that's, that's yeah. fair. But like you start going up above 10 bucks just to use this thing that like is. No, you're spot on by the way, $5 for Pokemon bank, which nice. I get, I get it. But man, I, I was looking at it thinking, why why would i why would i do this even at the free version i can do 30 so if i wanted to transfer those certain you know certain ones from game to game like i can do that but why like i just play i'm sorry just play the game like uh and i say this as someone like how many times uh people who played minecraft how many times do you start a brand new game and you spend hours just setting it up how many times do you, how many times have you started ocarina of time i mean just play the game. The games are important. Like, you don't need this added piece to it. Well, the reason people do it is to complete the decks. That's, yeah. why, that's why it's done, because you, historically, you couldn't complete the decks without mm -hmm. Bank. And so, like, and that was to complete the decks on each game. And sure. so, to, to do that, you had to bring those Pokemon into your game so that it would go into your decks and, like, yeah. that, that completionist thing. Um, but... As we'll get into in a second, um, with with how much your game sold when it shouldn't have, um, just based on like your minimal upgrades from your mm -hmm. 3DS version, uh, like Vanessa says in the chat, this should just be included with Nintendo Online, or it should be an add-on at least for Nintendo mm -hmm. Online for a cup. Like it shouldn't be more than five bucks. You sure. should not be having to pay these people. For those who don't know, the most valuable brand in the world mm -hmm. is pokemon yeah you may be surprised by that but the most valuable brand at least media brand anyway but i'm pretty sure it's brand in general is pokemon they make i think over 100 billion dollars a year i That's could be insane. off on that it's a big number yeah. um it's on wikipedia there's a list like i was really surprised when i was listening hello kitty is in the top five um yeah the so and so we're talking about a lot of its merch and everything they make an absurd mm -hmm. amount of money and it all started with this awesome video game and this little anime just just give me the pokemon storage yeah. you get greedy 
little punks. And so I, 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 I refuse to pay for this out of out of sheer force of like one, I I don't care about completing the decks. I get why you would want to do it, but it's not fair to you if you're that person. They should not be doing this to you, especially yeah. if you had Pokemon Bank for five dollars, like, and you were paying for that this whole time. They should give you some kind of honorary like yeah. hey thanks There's for a all the memories membership, a founder yeah. membership or something yeah thanks for the memories yeah. guys transfer your stuff for free no yeah. problem yep i i agree by the way for those uh wondering because i'm sure people are like wait a minute but disney hold up it's per it's per uh franchise and disney has a conglomerate of franchise pokemon yeah. and hello kitty are number one number two winnie the pooh is number three that surprised me 76 billion a year mickey mouse and friends so anything touching mickey mouse is there donald duck all that mm. star wars is number five mm. uh, i don't even know what and panaman is uh it's manga that i'm not familiar with i apologize okay. disney princesses are seven jump comics not familiar with that mario is number nine so more nintendo and marvel is number 10 harry yeah. potter's 11 but you know so, uh -huh. so <laughs> but no like so disney has uh six out of the top 10 yeah. uh they're doing fine but uh yeah i mean it proves with with mario and pokemon people will go to one of these parks throw in hello kitty i mean that's got a uh, a built-in franchise uh, fan base there throw that in nintendo world come on i think hello kitty's nuts like it doesn't winnie the pooh's been around for 100 years so i kind of get that but yeah. like you see hello kitty merch all the time but i literally mm -hmm. never see her in it like there, i don't there's been like a game here and there i know that there's like some kind of a game that people make fun of whenever they're like what are you playing and you're like hello kitty 2 hello kitty uh, adventure yeah that's what it is and <laughs> yeah that's the joke and so like i know that it's a thing but at the same time like i feel like i don't see it that often i do see pokemon all the time so and it's all the it's all the merchandise man the the amount yeah. of the backpacks the erasers that just everything it's everywhere it's clothing it's and it's it's big in japan it's big throughout the world though and it, it yeah because of the um i don't know what that what's that what's the term for that the uh the love of japanese culture there's a term for it and i can't remember what it is not otaku but there's a term there's an american term for that but i can't remember what it is i don't know there's a term out there i'll find it but you know yeah, what, nerds. yeah no you know you know what another term is crunch yeah crunch is not cool crunch is when a video game company or anybody is gets into the last uh, thralls prior to release and they push all their employees to work a ridiculous amount of hours and then maybe fire them in some cases mm. and cyber crunch is in crunch i mean cyber sorry cyber crunch cyberpunk is totally in crunch right now and yes. yeah they're denying it but it's no they're not they aren't i thought they were that's why that's why i picked this article in particular ah, is that so that that's what it's saying is just admit you're gonna have crunch and i respect that they did they were like well obviously we don't like it but we are in a, a crunch situation i give them all the props in the world for all the all the the, the bad media miscues that cd project red has had over the past couple of years with their social media accounts and so on the fact that you were just like yep we have crunch more power to you yeah i respect that and i i really hope in in uh companies that have situations like this um 
I, and I, I know of a few that do this, but companies that have that, if you're going to have crunch or whatever you want to call it, uh, where you have that last push before it's either the fiscal end of the year, a lot of companies do that, or maybe it's you know before uh, right before a launch or right during a launch in, in the support case where you're saying, hey, this is launching. It's going to be really rough for you, for you guys for a little bit. When companies, uh, you know, thank their employees and give them a little incentive, you know, as yeah. simple as, you know, hey, here's some movie tickets or here's some Amazon gift cards, whatever it is. Obviously, these people need more than that, but I'm hoping that they're doing that behind the scenes because CD Projekt Red rocks. And yeah. uh, I hope they're doing that because it's a bunch of passionate artists working on the game. And, you know, the, it's, it's coming through, man. It's totally coming through in, in the gameplay that we're seeing. Yeah, I have to say my opinions evolved a little bit on Crunch over the last couple of years, just based yeah. on on some things. So one, it should never be celebrated. Working yeah. overtime, like working insane amounts of overtime, is not something that I'm ever going to be like, "Yay, good job, mm -hmm. way to go." At the same time, um, hearing from some creative people uh, where they've talked about a project that they wanted to get out, like. It wasn't always that they were necessarily choosing to do it. Some of it just came as being a part of the job, but they were like, I, you know, I want my product to be the best that it can be. And uh, sometimes that requires that extra oomph mm -hmm. there. And I, I had to respect that whenever I, I, I heard this artist say that where like they, you know, I put there are times where I put 80 hours in and it's not yeah. like I'm proud that I put 80 up, but I'm proud of the product. Sure. Um, so I've had to say like, Hey, it's not anything that should ever be celebrated. The other thing that I think is bad is just that the internet tries to eat these people, but mm -hmm. they still go buy the game. Of course. Yeah. So, so well, if you, if you're going to complain about crunch, yeah, don't go buy the game. And, and crunch crunch isn't, isn't anything new. I'm especially for, for artists. Um, yeah, I've got story after story I could tell you about stuff, but like one of my favorite stories is um, Stevie Wonder recording uh, Songs of the Key of Life, and he he would be in the studio. He had shifts of engineers and musicians that that per they would be finishing like at you know ten or twelve hour stretch, and they'd basically tag out to some other people coming in, and Stevie was still going. You yeah. went until he until he was done, and he may take a nap, and you were there when he woke up. You were there when he was ready to play again. Um, and he was doing it because he was trying to get that product out. And when it's coming from that self-determination, when it's coming that's pure like that, I appreciate it. It's when the company is forcing someone to to do it. That's what's rough for me. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, if they're giving them extra money or whatever they're doing as incentives, good. I know they'll definitely get extra yeah. money. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but but I've heard some that didn't. Uh, where they're mm -hmm. like, oh, your salary, so so what you're making, you're working 70 or 80 hours. Um, I'm just saying, like, if 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 that's in your heart, if this is what you're doing, this is what you're determining, your drive is, good for you. But yeah. don't, but I, like you said, don't don't uh, give money to a company that's just going to exploit people. Um, we have otherwise stop complaining. Yeah, uh, like the company that because uh, I I'm going to go see the Sonic the Hedgehog movie because of what they did and getting the art to work around but i don't sure. know if you know but the the studio that did the uh animation laid off a bunch of people oh they already they canned finished. them yeah yeah that kills me because they they put those guys through crunch and yeah. then they fired them and so i feel bad like i want to support that i want to support that they did the right thing and they got a better product but at the same time i don't want to support that they canned the company so i don't know it's it puts you in a precarious situation
Yeah, I just think I think probably the biggest thing that's that's happened is just my attitude towards the people that have an attitude towards towards these situations is just yeah. that nobody puts their money where their mouth is. I agree. Um, and that's where I'm not trying to call people out. I'm not trying to be like overly negative on yeah. that. It's just, it, it's just a thing of all the stuff that I see of people acting like they care. And they're like, well, but I, you know, I still want to respect the artist and play the game. I'm like, okay. Then you're saying, Hey, thanks for crunching. Like, that's what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's funny. People don't do that with movies though. Yeah. People don't know the movies, but movies they're like, oh, that's crap. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna support that. Yeah, I'm not gonna yeah. buy it. I'm not gonna go see it. Video games, they say that, and then they go buy Diablo or whatever it is. Oh yeah, so. Diablo Four. That trailer went off. That was, that trailer was a banger. It was an awesome trailer, and that made people forgive uh, Blizzard. Like I, I mentioned at the near the top of the podcast, their stock since October it took yeah. a little dip yeah. uh, during that Hong Kong situation. It has it's back up to where it was before the Hong Kong situation. Yeah. I made fifty five bucks off that, by the way. <laughs> but, yeah, I swing traded that. I saw it dip, and I'm like, "Blizzard's coming back." I waited for a bit. I bought some, made made some money. Why not? And then there's you know morals. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew that I knew they were coming back, but it, it just happened. So I, I have a I have an account. I think I told you I've got an account that's like specifically for um, uh, swing trading money because I've got my account that I that I'm investing in, but I've got an account that's just for that where it's. You, know, you call it a casino money, whatever you want to call it. I've, you know, I've, I've, I win more than I lose, so that's good. Uh, but man, it that felt good. That was that was fifty five bucks in a day, so not bad. Yeah, no, good job. While I was while I was like you know, out out and about grocery yeah. store or something. Anyways, let's talk about some positive stuff because twenty nineteen making money. Man, twenty nineteen, the year of Nintendo, as you you put it right here, year of the Switch. Holy crap! So we've we've been fans of the Switch since they announced it. Um, the Switch, they, yeah. There were rumors before it came out, and this was prior to you joining the podcast. There were rumors uh, before it came out where I said, "If they do this, if they do X, Y, Z, I'm going to lose my mind." And they did everything that I was saying. I think one thing they didn't do, but it's that's fine. But I I was like, that's a pipe dream. If this thing actually can plug into your TV, if I can take it from home, I've become more of a handheld gamer than a console gamer now because I can dock my Switch. Just that alone has allowed me to to uh, to rock it. So, 16 million copies of Pokemon, and is that uh, Sword and Shield or is that Pokemon? That's Sword and Shield. Sword and Shield, yeah. And see, that's that's where it's at. That's the real Pokemon. Not to say let's go Eevee isn't and let's go Pikachu's bad, but well, that um, I didn't include that, but that's where I wanted to talk. About, like that's where my thing about home came along is uh -huh. that so 16 million copies of Sword and Shield, 10 million copies of Eevee and Pikachu. Yeah. Ridiculous. And, sorry, Vanessa in the comments saying, I don't forgive Blizzard. I'm not forgiving Blizzard, but they hit me with like the one thing, like other than maybe Legend of Zelda, Diablo is like my thing. So it's really hard. Uh, I, I'm going to be very cautious on what, what happens with Diablo 4, but man. Anyways, um, ridiculous sales on switch and you posted uh, earlier on facebook i don't have the stats in front of me if you wanted to if you want yeah in front of you. I, I put a i put this up on my on my personal one just because yeah. i was kind of in awe of it so uh to date uh switch has now sold 51 million units and i just 
I wanted to put a comparison out there, and this isn't a knock on uh, on Xbox before I say this, but Switch came out in 2017 and has sold 51 million units. Xbox One has uh, came out in 2013 and has sold 41 million units. So Switch was able to outsell them by 10 million and did it in half the time. Um, is sick it's just meteoric man like sony's had a really good run too and they i i that's the one i didn't i I meant to pull up before the show but i just got busy with the kid is that i really wanted to see how long it took them to get to 50 million um but 2019 was all switch all the time playstation and xbox down across the board yep yep and that i mean that doesn't surprise me when it comes to, to Xbox. Nope. Xbox down forty three percent. Game Pass doubled, and what was that was I think last quarter it was that doubled. Yeah. In a um, single, it doubled users in a single yes, quarter, which I think people are realizing how good a deal, especially with the the cheap sales, you, the cheap Xboxes you can get, uh, cheap Xbox One S that you can snag uh, with Game Pass and Games with Gold and just not buy a game. Just play their first-party games day one on Game Pass. It's an amazing deal. It's an amazing well, and deal. And Games Pass is available on PC. Exactly, exactly. So that I think people are catching on to that, and there's so much that's on there that's that's uh, not just playable but, but good. And Sony is a little behind in that. So Sony's down 30%, but at the same time, they've they've still been selling extremely well and their their first party games as well as their the multiplats have been selling more on playstation than anything else yeah. so they're they're all right i will say my playstation numbers are an estimate there's actually a twitter account that i follow if you guys want to look him up sometime he's an awesome dude uh benji sales with a j uh for benji he just posts like his thing is just posting financials and stuff about the video game industry nice. so if you're nerding out for some kind of thing like that uh i am so he was estimating on the playstation ones because they haven't released their 2019 earnings yet um this, i guess they haven't had that board meeting but they that he was predicting that they're probably down 30 percent year over year on the hardware but as far as software goes there's still 106 million playstations yeah. out there so they're, they're probably doing just fine uh in that xbox on the other hand is not doing great in software but that's because everybody's buying game pass so they literally doubled their user base in game pass like next gen it's going to be I think I, th- I think that there's going to be a, a shift in how we look at numbers in the fact that Xbox is going to be doing something like Game Pass, and if, like, every single one of their users has Game Pass, mm-hmm. they're not going to be buying necessarily that many games. Yes. Uh, no, you're I'll exactly say, right. Mm-hmm. I'll say shout-outs to the way Xbox does it, though, that I've realized PlayStation doesn't. If you get a free game with PS Plus... You can't go back in the store and buy that game. Like, if you were like, man, this was a really good game. I really want to give money to that publisher. It doesn't let you do that. As opposed to Xbox, if you have Game Pass, you get to play it through Game Pass. But if you were like, hey, this game was awesome. I want to give them money. You can go do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I will say for those who are like, well, why would you do that? First of all, support your developer. I mean, if you're Heck loving yeah. the game, support them. I've I've bought games on multiple platforms specifically just to say, I, I love this. I want them to see how, you know, how, how much I and other people like it. I'm not, I know I'm one of the outliers that do that, but also uh, recently, uh, Owen knows about this. My PlayStation subscription lapsed. Usually I, I purchase it uh, like on Amazon or something at a discount. And then I apply it to my account. It lapsed 
and I couldn't play any of my games, any of my uh, my PlayStation Plus games. So if I had been given the option to purchase, especially like with the sales that go on, because there were a bunch of games that when uh, the holiday sales were going and Metal Gear and a bunch of others were on pretty deep discounts. And what is it? What happens when I look on it? It says purchased. It yeah. doesn't say that it was purchased through PlayStation Plus. It just says purchased. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I agree. They need to fix that. Uh, but I think next generation, uh, everything else in software has moved to a subscription model. Everything is, is now about, about subscription and, and a subscription as a service where the, the gaming industry has now moved to that as well. It moved a little slower than some, but yeah, I would not doubt that, uh, the next generation, the sales will be, uh, it won't be as astronomical in regards to some of the game sales because they'll be paired with a PlayStation or Xbox, uh, um, subscription plan. Yeah. I really hope that Sony uh, gets better as far as PlayStation now goes, and I, I think they're going to. We're all just chomping at the bit for that announcement. Everybody oh, expects yeah. that it's supposed to be this month, and we still haven't heard a peep yet, so we'll be... I thought it was next month. I don't know. People were saying... They, they, there's been, like, some leaks and stuff. There's just been no clear, like, Sony's, like, hey, industry people. Because what happens on these, for those who don't know, when there's, like, a console thing from Sony, they send out industry invites letting you know, like, hey, you industry person i wish that we could be on this list mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh you're invited to this press conference and that's going to be their announcement that there hasn't been anything online indicating that anybody's gotten that invite yet but everybody sure. thought it was going to be february because that's when they uh i believe that's when they announced ps4 it could be incorrect but i think so yeah. um and so now we're just kind of kind of wondering what's mm -hmm. going on I xbox is getting one. all this distraction yeah i was about to say this is a really long ghost of Shishima trailer yeah and it's beautiful and i love it so much um, <laughs> yeah this is one that uh this was from the i believe this is one the one from the uh 2018 e3 yeah yeah which you know the experience that they were uh bringing people through like wine tasting um which you know it would have been really cool to be in the crowd but uh yeah don't it was awful, but then they never came Pacing. back. And I'm so sad. So you can do your wine tasting crappy thing if you just go back to E3 Sony. I don't care. Yeah. I'm not judging you. I think they should have. They should have given that to the people there, and they should have um, created a buffer where they were leaving as we were getting to see we you know, pre-taped essentially a buffer of 20 or 30 minutes because they would they would have an experience and then go back to people chatting for like an indeterminate amount of time until they were ready to go back to the feed. So I don't know. Um, yeah. Speaking of next month, by the way, uh, allegedly we're going to get uh, some information on whatever Star Wars Project Luminous is. I don't know if you heard anything about that, but um, basically it's some next phase of Star Wars. Not, I, I'm assuming, I don't know, but I'm assuming it's going to have some type of uh, connection into games and movies and or TV. Um, that's what it at least sounds like. Uh, but at the same time, that's apparently the, the future for Star Wars is what they're talking about. This is where they're heading now that the trilogies are, are, are done. Where are we moving? So I'm hoping that we get a Marvel-like presentation of here's what's uh, what, what we're thinking and here's what's on the docket for the next five years. That's what I'd like at least. Let's talk about phase one Star Wars. Uh, I don't want that. You don't want that? I want I want intrigue, man. I want I want to be surprised. I want to be I want to be when something gets announced. Like I'm okay with like a couple things being announced at mm -hmm. once, but like the problem with like the phase announcements is is like 
we know that they're working on Black Panther 2. We know that they're working on Captain Marvel 2. We're, we know that they're working on um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Yep. Like, we already know. There's no there's no excitement for me there. Because and those I'm are not, coming out, what, 2022, 2023? Yeah, yeah. That's too far in advance. Like, if you want to, just like we were talking about with games, how we mm-hmm. get a little annoyed that we find out about them, like, four or five years in advance. Like, if you're, if you're going to tell me about a Star Wars project, I want to know what's coming out a year from now i want to know like what is in production right now like what just started filming mm-hmm. uh, i don't want to know about a star wars movie that isn't coming out until 2025 or, or whatever so there's like a there's a balance for me there where if we're going to get phases i want a short-term phase not something where news is just going to come out in drips for the next decade sure no i i, I get you on that like i i could see something in between being good but i'm not saying that we need to know I'd like to I'd like to get an idea of what the direction that they're going to go forward in it. I don't have to know everything. Um, if they if they say, hey, we're doing a little bit of like a mixed bag, it's going to be you're going to get some stuff that's uh, that's uh, old Republic. You're going to get some uh, more TV shows. Uh, we have a new ca- cartoon coming out. Like it does. I don't have to get full details. Um, you know, when uh, the ones all the ones that you listed, Captain Marvel two, Black Panther two, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three. Like you say the word, and I'm like, oh, okay, I got a good idea where you're going with that. WandaVision. I was like, okay, I got a good idea where you're going with that. Uh, Doctor Strange two and others. But uh, if they were just kind of given some idea of where of where we're going, because they haven't started filming any of these. They haven't started filming Obi-Wan, and Obi-Wan's the next uh, series, unless they may start have started filming uh, Mandalorian 2. I don't know. Uh, I think, I mean, they just confirmed it. I don't think they've actually announced whether they've started filming it or not. Hmm. Um, I, I know that, you know, we know that Clone Wars is coming out, so, like, those are those short-term things. So it's just a, it's just that yep. balance thing, well, but I'll have to look more into it. Um, but I'm, I'm going to say that, that we'll keep you guys up to date. Yeah, it's already in production. I just I just googled it real quick. It's gonna be released fall of twenty twenty. So that's great. I'm, let's go. I'm, I'm happy Let, about that. Can we finally find out the name of his race? That's what I want to know. Can we finally get Yoda's race? I th- I mean I don't mind if we get a name. I would like some intrigue. Uh, it's always been mysterious. Uh, even the reaction some people had was mis- was kind of mysterious. So I don't know. Let us know in the comments. Do you want to hear? Uh, what Yoda's species name is called. Uh, do you think that uh, the child is a clone or do you think that it's a love child between Yoda and Yaddle? A love child? That's a stretch. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's it a ridiculous is, stretch, but that's is, what the internet is does. his name Yodel. Is Yodel? Yodel. Yodel. I think it's Yodel. <laughs> See you guys later. <laughs>